Welcome to the very, very first Time Out with Josh podcast. I appreciate you guys being here. We're going to be talking about everything on this podcast. We're going to talk about life stuff, sports stuff. We'll have guests. We're going to have a good freaking time. That's what we're here to have is a good time. So if uh, if you guys know any sponsors or if you yourself would like to sponsor this show and help keep us on the air Definitely, definitely, definitely shoot us an email or hit us up on Instagram under timeout with Josh and send us a message. It is football Saturday. Now, keep in mind, I'm recording this um, before we start our uh, before we start our day, pretty much. And uh, so this is going to be this is going to be one of those shows where we're going to predict some stuff. We're going to talk about some stuff. So. This show, Saturday show, is going to be the start of all of that. Um, we're going to start everything off with some freaking college football. So let's talk about a couple of the games that we have on board. Um, you know, it's one of those it's one of those Saturdays where we're kind of winding down to uh, the the playoff time frame where we're looking at putting people into the playoffs. <clears throat> we're looking at putting teams in the playoffs, and there is some serious stuff going on. Um, first of all, Georgia, Charles, uh, Charleston, South Carolina college, uh, 10 and 0 versus a four and five. I mean, UGA, God, as much as I hate to say this, cause I hate Georgia. I absolutely abhor Georgia, but as much as I hate to say this, they are kicking ass. Um, you talk about a solid team, uh, really, really solid team. Really, really, really all the way around just a great team. Um, and they're playing Charleston who, um, that's the biggest thing. So I, I'm not looking for, I'm not looking at a loss there. I think Georgia is at uh, minus 51 on that. So not, not even surprising. Now the one, um, the one interesting game that I think are actually two interesting games that I think that we have on board. I'm going to talk about those last. Um, we got BYU at Georgia Southern eight and two versus a three and seven team. They're going to be on ESPN. I don't see BYU losing. BYU is, for some ungodly reason, decided to play football this year at an eight and two record. Um, I think Vegas has them at minus twenty. Uh, I don't. I really don't see them beating Georgia Southern. Now, having said that, I am a Florida Gator. I love my Gators, and Georgia Southern beat the Gators when they were ranked. So. God only knows. Georgia Southern is one of those weird, you know, just out there colleges where they're, I mean, they'll come up and they'll beat somebody just for the hell of it, just to make things annoying. Wake Forest, that is one team that I cannot, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Wake Forest is at 10 in the rankings. Um, And we're looking at a college that's playing Clemson. We all knew, or at least I think a lot of us knew that Clemson was going to suck this year. Um, we we knew that was coming. Clemson was a flash in the pan. 
yeah, they're a good overall college, but they were a flash in the pan. Um, you know, you got Trevor Lawrence, you go out there, you win championship. That's about it. I mean, it, I don't know. Clemson is, is minus 3.5 on that one. Uh, so that's the game that I definitely, uh, I'm going to go with a really lightweight bet on that game, a really lightweight bet. Um, just because, I mean, if you've got the extra money, you've got the extra money to bet on Clemson and you got the extra money to, to throw at that, you may win big. Um, I, I don't really know on that one, honestly. <clears throat> Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, one of the oldest rivalries in college freaking football. Georgia Tech, Notre Dame, huge game. Notre Dame is favored in that game. Uh, I've got Vegas down at minus 18. Um, smokes, man. Uh, great game. Great freaking game. Always a good game. I love it. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's fall football. It's, it's close to Thanksgiving. It's just rivalry football. Do I like either team? Hell no. Do I think Notre Dame always gets overranked? Yes. Do I think they play a weak schedule? For the most part, yes. Do I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're not aligning with a conference? Absolutely. But let's be real, Georgia Tech sucks too. So three and seven versus nine and one Notre Dame. If Notre Dame can pull off this win and beat Georgia Tech, it means nothing for their ranking unless somebody above them falls. Nothing. It means abs- <coughs> Excuse me, absolutely nothing for Notre Dame. Georgia Tech is a mediocre football team overall at best with a piss poor record. So Notre Dame ain't moving anywhere. Cincy at SMU. Uh, Cincinnati is only favored at minus 10. Um, SMU is 8 and 2. Cincinnati's 10 and 0. Again, Cincinnati is a team that doesn't really play difficult colleges to get that ranking. They're 10 and 0. They sit at 5 at 10 and 0 because. They don't play heavy hitters. You've got to look at teams like Michigan, Michigan State, um, you know, your Oregon's even had kind of a light schedule this year, but Oregon, uh, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, LSU, any SEC college for that matter, um, those are they're they're playing hard. And I'm gonna go off on a tangent here really quick. I'm an SEC guy, I love SEC football. SEC football is, in my opinion, the best football out there, but I'm an SEC guy. So, I mean, I know everybody's going to argue it. I get it. It's cool. One of my best friends on the face of the planet is a huge Ohio State fan, and we butt heads all the time over it. That's cool. It's fine. But the thing with SEC football is they are super, super cannibalistic. They play themselves. They're ranked. They play themselves, they play hard, and then they they literally cannibalize their rankings. Until you are Cincinnati playing consistently against ranked teams, your 10-0 record is a weak 10-0 record. I'm sorry, Cincinnati fans, but your record is weak. It's 10-0. You had a couple of great games. I get it, but it is not worth that number five ranking. I mean, are you a top 10? Yeah, 
Do I think that you played hard colleges? Every now and then. But you are not a hard ranking. So I'm actually going to pick SMU in the upset over Cincinnati. I'm going to do it. That's my pick. You're going to all message me next week and be like, hey, dumbass, look what you did. You picked SMU. You suck. Oregon, Utah. Number three, Oregon versus number 23, Utah. Uh, Oregon's nine and one. Utah is seven and three. Utah is minus three and a half on this one. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting game. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, you've got a couple of other nine and one teams. You got Michigan State, Ohio State, Alabama, all playing along with Wake Forest, all playing um, this week. This is a make or break for Oregon. This is it. Oregon falls out of the graces of the college championship with a loss 100%. We all know that. They're ranked number 3. They get dropped down to you get beat by, you get beat by Utah. You get beat by a number 23 team, you're dropping four or five uh, you know spots, period. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. Um Utah has something to prove here. Uh, so this should be interesting. This should be a really interesting game to watch. It's on tonight, 6.30 Central on ABC. So this will be interesting to see. Um, you know, by the time this this podcast gets out there and you guys are listening to it, um, you know, this game will have been over. So that should be interesting. I really want to see Utah beat Oregon. Um, I want to see that change up up there up top. Um, so let's get the two... Big freaking games. The big boys. The big games this week. Let's go with the the second and then we'll hit the first one. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan State. What the hell, Michigan State? What are you doing? What are you doing? Michigan State, you are playing this year like you've got something to prove. It has been insane to watch you guys. This is a playoff game. This is this is playoff game before playoff game. This is where we see what Ohio State is made of. Ohio State drops out of the graces of the BCS um, at the first part of this year. They they have their loss. They get they get stomped in a loss, their only loss, and they have clawed their way all the way back into the number four spot. They have clawed their way back up there. It has been wild to watch it. Uh, you know, the crazy thing about Ohio State is they lost so many, so many, so many solid players. So many of their seniors gone. Um, a couple of juniors gone. Basically, they had a whole a whole new team out there on the field. And it has been absolutely insane to watch them come together and work together and produce what they have. Now, I freaking hate Ohio State. I hate Ohio State. Not because of Urban Meyer. I also hate Urban Meyer, but not because of Urban Meyer, but because go Gators. You know what I mean? Go Gators. So, who the hell names their team after a poisonous nut? Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, Ohio State. But, dude, you got to admire it. You can hate Ohio State all day long, but you got to sit there and go, what the hell? Look at these guys. Um, it, it's been nuts. And I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Um, 
you know, you've got teams like Clemson that lost so many people as well. And then you turn around and you look at Ohio State, who lost definitely more, probably a third again more players. And it comes down to coaching, y'all. Clemson is an unranked team. They're seven and three. Ohio State's nine and one. They lose a game and it cauterizes them. They get angry. They get really, 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 really angry. So having said that, Ohio State is nineteen of is uh, is what is it nineteen and a half? I think is what I got here on Vegas. Um, and then Michigan State nine and one. Let's talk about Michigan State for a minute. First of all, like I said, Michigan State, what the hell? You guys are playing like you want to beat everybody. I don't know what got into your water. Stay away from Flint, Flint, Michigan. <laughs> but <coughs> holy crap. I don't I don't know what you guys are doing. I really have no idea what you guys are doing. Um, my hat's off to you. I the team up north that we don't talk about, um, you know, Michigan. You guys have lived in their shadow for so long, and uh, you guys are proven that you guys actually have a more than decent college football program this year. I didn't think you guys would have it. Would I have ever thought you would have been ranked seventh? Hell no. There is no way on God's green earth would I have thought you would have been ranked seventh. I, 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 I'm, I'm floored. I am floored. Uh, great defense, explosive offense. <clears throat> You've had a couple of games where your offense has been sluggish um, in the third and fourth quarters, and your defense had to hold up, but it did. So hats off to you. Hats off to you. All right, let's go to what I believe is probably one of the most pivotal games being played this week. Besides the Cincinnati SMU game where Cincinnati is sitting there on the cusp of getting into the college football playoffs at 10-0, ranked 5th. Again, I don't believe they move. If they beat SMU, I don't believe they move unless Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, or Oregon, they they have to lose. One of them has to lose for Cincy to be in. It is not a Cincy wins and they're in situation it has to be a win and loss situation. There is no doubt about it. So, having said that, Alabama, Arkansas. Alabama is minus 20.5. Arkansas is 7 and 3. Alabama's 9 and 1. People are going to sit there and go, "Josh, you're you're freaking stupid." All right, really seriously, you you're you're talking about Alabama Arkansas being a big game. It is. It is, guys. Alabama's ranked number 2. Georgia's ranked number 1. Alabama, for the first time in what seems like eons of time, Alabama is at the point where we are looking at a team that is seriously sitting there in number two. They're number two in this country. What the heck? What is going on? Um, that is so bizarre. So bizarre. But we're going to go with it. I like it. I, 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 fuck it. I love it. I love that Alabama's number two. Um, honestly, I don't care really who is number one as long as Alabama is number two. Um, it, it feels good. 
Um, little, you know, other teams got a chance. So, having said that, Arkansas, you spoiling team. Arkansas, you spoilers. You have spoiled teams this year. You've come up, you've won big games, you've lost stupid games, but you've won some big games. This is your biggest game, y'all. Biggest game. Arkansas beat Alabama. Alabama and Georgia are going to play Chick-fil-A Bowl. It's going to happen. It's going to be the SEC championship. It's going to be between Alabama and Georgia, at least as far as it looks right now. Arkansas, you have a chance to play spoiler. You could really change up the BCS hardcore. Georgia wins. We already know that. Georgia is going to blow Charleston, South Carolina out of the water. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be disgusting. It's going to be bad. It's just not going to be pretty. We already know that. It's going to happen. We don't care. But let's be real. Charleston, South Carolina fans are going to show up as they should. They're going to show up. They're going to be there at the game. They're going to be rooting for their team. And they're going to go, hey, look, we know we're going to lose, but we're dedicated to Charleston. This is our alma mater. Let's go. Georgia ain't going to lose. Period. It's not going to happen. Like I said, Utah, Oregon. Tough game to pick. I want to I want to see Utah beat Oregon. Utah beats Oregon, number three team. The Ohio State wins against Michigan State. This is where this all gets dicey, guys. This is why I was saying these these games are huge, and that's why I talked about these games in this order. Ohio State beats Michigan. Michigan State they move to number three. Alabama beats Arkansas. Arkansas, you have number one, Georgia, number two, Alabama, number three, Ohio State. And then we have a problem. We've got Cincinnati beating SMU. Does Cincinnati stay at five or do they move up to four if Oregon loses? I don't know. I really don't freaking know. It's not one of those, it's not one of those situations where you look at it and, you know, okay, this is a guarantee. We've got some games a, a second here hang on tight with me for for a second guys but i want you guys to think about this if you look at if you look at the current rankings and everything that we've got going on in college football right now and you tell me that cincinnati is better than oregon at 10 and 1 versus oregon 9 and 1 i think that you're wrong Personally, I think that you're wrong because right now the AP has Georgia, Alabama, Cincy, Oregon, um, Ohio State. That's the way they've got it. The AP. Currently, ESPN, you've got your NCAA rankings. You've got all that stuff going on. I, I, I disagree with the AP. I don't think that that is correct. I, you know, saying Cincy at 10 and 10 and 0. Uh, God, come on, man. You want to tell me that they're better than a nine and one Oregon team? No, it's not. It, that's not. There's no, <laughs> it's you're, you're smoking crack. I mean, it's, it's not. No, there's no way. There's no freaking way. 
So, if we if we look at the rankings and we look at everything that's out there, we cannot put the weight that we have on Oregon to change. We can't. Oregon has to prove themselves today. It just has to happen. Oregon has to prove themselves today. It it it's they have no choice. They have absolutely no choice. If they want to stay in the BCS, if they want to play for a championship, they have to put it all out there in their game today. It's got to happen. Oregon has to smash Utah and prove that they need to be there. Ohio State needs to beat Michigan State. It's not even it's not even an option. But Alabama, you guys are ridiculous. You guys are ridiculous. You are a team of freaking winners. You're nine and one. You lose a game, and Nick Saban goes ballistic. He goes crazy. And and he gets pissed off. So it makes perfect sense that you guys come out there and you you win every game after that. It makes perfect sense. So we're looking at college football rankings of Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan at six, and Michigan State at seven. If Michigan State, for whatever ungodly reason, decides to come out there and play with everything they've got against Ohio State and beat Ohio State, two 9-1 teams playing each other, and they beat Ohio State, I don't care if you are 10-0 in your Cincinnati. I don't care if Michigan is ranked at 6. Michigan State has to be at least 5. Has to be at least 5. Do I think that it automatically moves Michigan into the number four spot above Cincinnati? No, I don't think it automatically moves them there. Do I think it gives them some sort of credence to be there? Yeah, I, I do. Michigan is playing at Maryland. That is equally, equally as ridiculous of a game as Cincinnati playing at SMU. I believe because of strength of schedule... Michigan jumps ahead of Cincinnati if, 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 for whatever reason, Michigan State can beat Ohio State. I think that's what happens. I think you're looking at number one, staying at Georgia. Number two, Alabama, if they don't lose Arkansas. Number two, Alabama. Oregon beats Utah. They stay number three. The number four spot is the one that's up for grabs. Ultimately, in all of this, the number four spot is what's ultimately up for grabs if everything goes the way it looks like it's going to go. Now, if Arkansas beats Alabama, if Michigan State beats Ohio State, if Utah can beat Oregon, if any one of those games goes to the other team, the the lower-ranked team, then we have a problem. But I cannot, in good conscience, see Cincinnati getting into the four spot above Michigan getting into the four spot, even if they are 10-0, because of strength of schedule. Pure flat out because of strength of schedule. You you can't tell me that that would go that way. So, these are my picks for today. On your big games, on the big boy games, 
Georgia beats Charleston, South Carolina. Alabama still beats Arkansas. Utah, I would like to see Utah in the upset over Oregon. Don't think it's going to happen, but I like to see it. <coughs> Ohio's, Ohio State ekes it out. Ekes it. Skin of their teeth against Michigan State. Cincinnati crushes SMU. Don't want to see that happen, but I think they crush SMU. Michigan obliterates Maryland. Maryland is, I didn't even realize they still had a football team. Notre Dame beats the tar out of Georgia Tech. Number nine, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. I'm not really sure how to feel about that one. Not going to not gonna speak on it. I. That's just, man, Oklahoma State is... God, they, they've, I don't even know. I don't even know. And, uh, and, and let's be real. Texas tech has always, as soon as they came to the sec, they became the upset upset team. Sorry. I'm getting football notifications and text messages here. People talking shit. Uh, wake forest at Clemson. I want to say wake forest. I don't know. Like I said before, the game is too freaking close for me to, to say, Baylor is going to beat K-State. There's no question. Ole Miss at Vandy. Ole Miss wins. Oklahoma, um, Iowa State. Iowa State was ranked at the beginning of the year. Everybody was all up Iowa State's ass talking about how cool Iowa State was going to be this year. Um, yeah, I don't I don't even know. i got to put a dip in, guys. This is starting to get heated. All right. Now we're good. And, and no, this show is not brought to you by the OG Copenhagen. I just choose to dip it. Let's go. All right. BYU at Georgia Southern. I'm sorry, Georgia Southern. I'm sorry to my beautiful fiance, um, <laughs> who is a Georgia Southern grad. But BYU is going to win that one. Sorry. Uh, Wisconsin at Nebraska. Okay, here's another fall-on-your-face team this year. Nebraska, I don't know what you were doing. I, 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 I can't. Nebraska, seriously, biggest, big, big freaking disappointment. Big disappointment. Wisconsin wins. Texas A&M at Prairie View A&M. What the hell is Prairie View A&M? Where are they even located? I don't even know. Texas A&M wins. Iowa at Illinois. All right, Iowa. Mm. I, uh, you have frustrated me this year, Iowa. You have frustrated me. Iowa, you have had great games. You have also had great quarters. That's the way we should look at it. Not great games. You've had great quarters. Every win that you've had. You have fought for it, but my God, my God, if you're an Iowa fan, you live on a freaking roller coaster of emotions. You exist on a roller coaster of emotions. What the hell, Iowa? God, Jesus, everywhere. You're everywhere. Do I want to bet? with you and say that you're going to beat Illinois. Yeah, I do, but I don't do that anymore because you have lost me so much money, so much money. Illinois. 
you were supposed to be good. I don't I don't even know. This game, I don't know. I mean, do you go with number 17 Iowa over unranked Illinois and say they're going to win? Sure. But we've also seen this year that unranked teams are beating the snot out of ranked teams, and hey, there you go. Pitt versus Virginia. Pitt wins, no question. NC State versus Syracuse. I don't remember. Like, seriously? NC State? Like, what the hell? You're ranked number 20. You're ranked number 20. Can't say much. My freaking Gators are unranked. We we have we have played the piss poorest of piss poor football this year. So NC State, you deserve number twenty, I guess. I don't I don't even know. Um I, I don't even know on this game. Don't even really care. Uh UTSA versus UAB. Um I don't I again don't know, don't care. Mississippi State, Tennessee State. Mississippi State's gonna crush Tennessee State. I mean Tennessee State has I, I don't even know how they have a D1 team. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And uh that that kind of rounds it out, guys. I mean, it really does. It, it that that kind of rounds out the football situation there for Saturday. Um I don't understand. I truly do not understand why um we have some of these teams like I said ranked um, the way they are, I mean, yeah, you've got some upsets in there. Yeah. You've got some crazy stuff going on in there. Um, I get it, but <clears throat> seriously, Cincy, I don't see you moving. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cincy fans. Um, I don't see you moving. Even if you're fifth, even if, um, it would, it would literally take Georgia, Alabama losing for you to move. In my opinion, that's what it's going to take. Ohio State loses, therefore, above your five. Michigan gets in, you do not. Oregon loses, Ohio State wins. Ohio State moves to number three. Oregon moves out of the top. Cincy wins, Michigan still gets number four. Michigan still gets number four. I don't see Cincy getting into the BCS. First of all, Cincy cannot, cannot play against Georgia. They can't play against Ohio State. They can't play against Alabama. They can't play against Oregon. They certainly as hell can't play against any one of those teams. They, In my opinion, they can't play against Michigan State, and they certainly can't play against Michigan. If they put them and they rank them up there and they got to play, that is going to be one of the worst BCS games you have ever seen, period. Period. Cincinnati is not big enough. They are fast, yes, but they are not big enough to play against the big boys. Georgia, big team, big players, big defensive line, huge offensive line. They can't beat it. Ohio State, rapid, fast football. Run, 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 beat you down, and then start passing deep. They will beat the snot out of you. Alabama, we all know it. Nick Saban is, I don't care if you like him. I don't care if you're not, but they, he's like the Bill Belichick of freaking college football. Everybody hates him, but you got to admit, he's a good coach. I don't like Bill Belichick. We'll get on to the, the NFL here in just a minute because we're going to talk about NFL games coming up on Sunday. And 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 we've got games coming up um, because happy Thanksgiving. And we've got those coming up for that. But Alabama, there is no way in hell Cincinnati has beaten Alabama. There'll be a blowout. 
Alabama will crush them, just like Georgia. Oregon. Oregon legitimately is the only team that I think Cincinnati could hang with because they play similar football. Similar. Not the same. It's East Coast, West Coast. It Well, East Coast. It, it's, you know, Midwest football versus West Coast offense. Oregon is magical. When they play, they come up with magical plays. They play ABC football. They kill it. They're good. I don't see in any way that those three teams could be beat by Cincinnati. No question at all. Like no question at all. There's, there's no way that's going to happen. Um, I mean, can they beat an Arkansas? Could they beat a BYU? Could they beat a Wake Forest? Yeah, absolutely. Could they, could they stand up and play football against Notre Dame? A hundred percent, but they can't beat the top four. There's no way. And if you put them in the top four and you make them the fourth team, they are not going to do it. And guys, let's be real. The way the BCS stands right now, it's about ratings, guys. It's about football on TV. They want good football on TV and they, they weigh that in to their, their rankings. And again, Cincinnati has not played a team of that caliber. They haven't played a Michigan. They haven't played a Michigan State. They haven't played a Georgia, Alabama. They it, they haven't played an Oregon. It's just they're not they're not in. They're not in. It would take a serious act of God for them to get in. Now, having said that, um, if you look at the BCS standings um, and the BCS rankings, again, are they are they worth being? in the top are they worth being in the top yes they're 10 and 0 100 percent, but not in the bcs they, they can't they can't be ranked up there um you know I, I just i don't i don't see it happening i really don't see it happening i thought oklahoma was going to be really really good this year they proved it in 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 a fair amount of their games that they are good, but they they have chinks in their armor. I think that's the same as Cincy. They just haven't played a team good enough to beat the crap out of them. You know, the AP has them at number three. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, it just, it, it makes no sense to me. Um, none whatsoever. Um, and and if, you, if you look forward, um, they play next week. They play Eastern Carolina. Again, they're not playing hard teams. They're they're really not. Um, Notre Dame is playing Sanford. I don't see them moving. Again, playing a week schedule at the end of the year. Um, you know, you have your big rivalry game, Ohio State, Michigan, um, next week. This week is a definer for next week. That's what it is. Um, again, I hate to say this, but I see Michigan getting in if one of the big teams loses. Michigan gets in. Your top three rankings, Georgia, um, Ohio State, Alabama, <clears throat> Oregon. Guys, it, it pure and simple. Michigan gets in. Cincinnati does not. And Cincinnati fans are going to come at me hard. They're going to yell at me. I get it. This is legitimately one of the first times that your team is going to try to get there. Um, so that being said, let's move on to the NFL. Let's move on to the NFL. Let's talk NFL for a minute here. 
Um, we've got a little bit of the time left on this uh, on this podcast, um, so we're going to talk some NFL football. Um, we all love uh, we all love NFL football um, and hate NFL football at the same time. Um, you know, one of the funny things that uh, that I did last night, I actually watched the Lakers um, Celtics game, and I'm not an NBA fan. I, I I'm not a huge NBA fan, but a friend came over. And we watched the game. He's a huge Lakers fan, and we saw the Lakers get absolutely destroyed um, in the third and fourth quarter. Um, the Celtics are are ridiculous. Um, it's crazy. It's it's pretty awesome um, to to see them. Uh, two OG teams of the NBA playing each other. But let's talk about some football here for a second. Let's talk about some of these games that we got coming up and some of the news going on. First of all, I am a Bears fan. Huge Bears fan. And we have a big loss. Our defense is what's kept us in any of our games. Our defense has kept us there. Now, for two games, we have not had Khalil Mack. We have not had Khalil Mack for two games. Our defense has still been there. Not as potent because, let's be real, Khalil Mack is a scary, scary prospect if you're on offense and you're facing up against him. So... Khalil Mack is out. He has to have season-ending football surgery. That sucks. I like Khalil Mack. A lot of people give him hell, but I think one of the biggest reasons that uh, Khalil Mack gets hell is because they're like, oh, he's not producing like he did before. Yes and no. Yes and no. You got to look at the deeper part of football here. Uh, Khalil Mack is getting double-teamed because he's scary. The Bears, when the Bears had absolutely relentless offense, when you or defense rather, when you had the monsters of the midway, and that that era pretty much ended with uh, the retirement of Brian Urlacher. When you had that, you did not want to play against the Bears defense. The reason why is because you had multiple linebackers and multiple defensive linemen that were dangerous to come in on your offense. Quarterbacks were terrified. They would run. They were scared because they were going to become part of the turf. If any of those guys got in the backfield, they were going to be a part of the turf. They double team Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack still has his sacks. Cleo Mack still gets in the, into the into the, the backfield. He still scares quarterbacks. He's got the big arms. He's got a wingspan that like makes a bald eagle look small. He's huge and he's scary. And when you double-team him, that gives opportunity for other defensive players to to shoot gaps and to get into the backfield. Khalil Mack is effective. He does exactly what you want Khalil Mack to do. Double-team him, open up for other defensive players. The problem is the Bears' defense suffers injury after injury after injury because we put so much weight on the Bears' defense. So, huge loss. Let's move on from that. Big Ben Roethlisberger is going to be active. He passed his COVID protocols. He's going to be active for the game. He's good on being active. Um, I I don't like Big Ben. I I can't stand him as a person. I think he's whatever, but he's going to be in. Pittsburgh. Poor Pittsburgh. You're struggling, man. You're struggling. Um, but there he is. Uh, Carson at the Seahawks. He's out. Amari Cooper 
is out for two games. Um, that sucks. Uh, you know, it, it really does. Um, so that's some of the big, big, big news there. Um, the, the game, (laughs) ah, God, you guys are going to hate me. At least some of you are the game that I think is dangerous. The game that I think is going to be the one where I get the most hate emails from and the most hate messages from is the Vikings to upset the Packers. I actually feel this. I hate the Vikings. I hate the Packers. But look out. Look out, Packers. Do not sit down. Do do not get comfortable. It has been proven that teams can get to the Packers. The Packers have gotten lucky because Aaron Rodgers is a fucking magician. He can do stuff with a football when he's falling down and his knee is two inches above the ground making 30-yard passes like none other. But Vikings, man, whew, that's, mm, I'm picking that one as the upset. That is my upset. Vikings over Packers, period. Um, the Packers have had amazing games, but I'm picking it. Um, let's talk about Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam comes back. Cam decides, I'm going to play football in Carolina. I'm going to say one game. Can they win more games with Cam? Yes. But Cam's first game back and him being explosive and him being huge and him being amazing and all that other crap that he was... It's not because I hate Cam Newton. I'm not a fan of his attitude. I don't like him and his attitude and kind of his cockiness and the way he is as a person, but that has nothing to do with it. I think Cam's, no, I mean, I guess it does. Cam's got a big head. He did great, but then that's it. Uh, I think, um, I, I, I think he had one really, really good game to prove a point. Can Carolina ride it? Yeah, they can somewhat, but that's it. Um, I, I don't I don't see Cam being great. Um, I don't see him being amazing. Um, it, it's just I, I think they're I think they're okay with him. Cam Newton is a he is a top tier backup quarterback, starting quarterback when you need him. He can perform. He can do well. He just I mean it's proof in New England that New England has a certain scheme in playing football, and Cam Jones fits into that 100%. Cam Newton did not. He clashed with ownership. He clashed with coaches. He just wasn't good there. He wasn't good for New England. I said it when he was picked up by New England. He wasn't going to be good for New England, and he proved that last year. He just wasn't good. He got them through to Cam Jones. Cam Jones has been a freak. Cam Jones is going to be the next Tom Brady in New England. Mark my words. He's going to be there for a long time. He's going to stay there for a long time. New England keeps their quarterbacks. That's the way it's going to be. Um, Now, a game that I'm not sure about is Cowboys and the Chiefs. 
They're playing at 3.30 on Sunday. It's going to be that afternoon game that everybody watches. Dax Prescott has come out firing this year. He got healthy. He's making much smarter decisions. He's moving very well. Um, I, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you can tell he's frustrated. He's frustrated with pretty much everything going on. They're a 6-4 and four team. I feel like, uh, I feel like Patrick Mahomes is a little bit in his head. I think that he's struggling. There you go. Uh, can Dallas beat Kansas City? 100%. 100% they can. I'm not a big Dallas fan. I like watching their football. I hate Jerry Jones. Um, but let's let's be real here. Patrick Mahomes is in his head. He's frustrated with a lot of stuff going on. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going on there other than that. We'll see what happens. So the games that we have on, on uh, Sunday. So we saw, well, first of all, let's talk about New England beating the ever Tar out of Atlanta. Thank you, New England defense, for giving me 28 fantasy points this week. You are amazing. Thank you. Um, Atlanta, <coughs> Atlanta just cannot, just cannot play against New England. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mac Jones had 207 passing yards. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, Indianapolis and Buffalo. Um, man, I love Josh Allen as a quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. Um, I don't think he's an elite quarterback, but I think he's a great quarterback. Um, going against Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has, has made some really risky choices in the pocket and on the run. Um, I, I picked Buffalo over Indianapolis. Uh, Baltimore at Chicago. Baltimore wins. Um, and I, I don't see Chicago beating Baltimore um, unless for some reason Fields ends up having a a breakout day and, and actually, uh, gets into it. I feel bad for Justin Fields. Um, you know, Andy Dalton going down as early as he did was bad. I said, Justin Fields would come in in the fourth game, probably in the second half of the fourth game and then end up starting games after that. He had to come in way earlier. Justin Fields just doesn't have the experience. You can see he's a rookie. He's new. He's learning things. I think also the bears have a major problem with, with pace. I don't like pace as a GM. I love, I love that we have, you know, a, a, a team. I, I love Chicago. I, I've always loved Chicago as a football team, but um, pace is an issue. Our ownership is an issue. We've got to get, it's got to be sold um, or we got to get new ownership somehow. Um, it's just, the ownership is bad. It's, it's all at the top. Um, <clears throat> I think that Nagy, is a great coach. I think he needs to do what he did at the end of last year and turn over offensive play calling to their offensive coordinator. Um, I think that he is much better at calling a defense than he is an offense. Let the offensive coordinators call the offense. Um, you know, I know that that would be a huge switch for fields, but if you can get fields used to having an offensive coordinator, that that is their sole job and that's what they focus on. I think would be the best thing for fields. Um, I think fields is the quarterback for the bears. I I never thought Trubisky was. I never thought Cutler was. Um, 
you know, we've gone through quarterbacks way too often for me to sit here and list them all because we don't have a five-hour podcast, but there we go. Uh, Cleveland and Detroit. Cleveland beats Detroit. Um, Detroit is at Cleveland. Golf is a joke. Um, it's been proven. I don't like golf. Uh, Tennessee, uh, Houston at Tennessee. That's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. Um, Tennessee has been great, but Tennessee is struggling now that they don't have Derrick Henry and it sucks. I have Derrick Henry on my fantasy. Derrick Henry is a beast. He's an animal. And, uh, and it was proven when he was on the field. I mean, the dude's scoring 28 to 30 fantasy points a game. I mean, my God, um, losing him was a big blow to Tennessee. I, I still think Tennessee beats Houston. Houston doesn't have leadership in the pocket. Um, that's the problem. Minnesota Green Bay, like I said, I'm picking Minnesota. I'm picking Minnesota for the upset. Um, Green Bay's got to get it together and and hold it together throughout that whole game all the way to the very last second of that game. Minnesota beats Green Bay. Uh, Miami and New York. <laughs> oh, my God. Um Miami is playing in some cold weather. They're playing at New York. Uh, I don't know. This one's this one. I don't really know. I would like to pick New York um, over Miami, but I don't really know. Miami has been nothing short of a struggle. Um, that's where it goes. Uh, New Orleans, Philadelphia. Um, again, cold game. New Orleans is playing at Philly. New Orleans has had their issues. Phillies had their issues. I still pick New Orleans. Uh, Washington football team at the Carolina Panthers. Again, I think that Cam Newton is one game really good, comes back. Washington beats Carolina. I'm picking that one. San Francisco at Jacksonville. That should be an easy pick for anybody. That's San Francisco. Jacksonville is going to lose. Trevor Lawrence, I, I have said this before the draft. I think Trevor Lawrence is a bust I don't think he's going to be good for the NFL. I think that he has poor, poor game management skills. I think that he has a poor leadership skill. Um, he's a pretty boy playing football. Um, he was good in college, and that's as far as it goes. You're playing at the next level, Trevor Lawrence. Welcome to the big time. You are not that good. Um, I think this season is good for him because it's knocked him down about 250 notches to show him that he is not as good as what he thinks he is. Cincinnati at Las Vegas. Oh, that's going to be rough. Cincy at Las Vegas. Um, Las Vegas has shown that they can play some football. They've also shown that they can suck. Um, they have had blown play after blown play. They've had blown coverages. Um, I still pick I still pick Vegas over Cincy, um, but we'll see where that goes. Dallas at Kansas City. Dallas wins. Kansas City loses. I still think that uh, that Patrick Mahomes is in his head. He's frustrated with his team. He's frustrated with everything there. So I I pick that. Arizona at Seattle. This one is going to be different. Again, warm team, dome team playing against uh, Seattle at the twelfth man field. Seattle is always dangerous. Um, at home, they're always dangerous at home, but I think Seattle's last game proved that people can beat them um, if they frustrate them in the pocket, especially. 
So I'm actually going to go Arizona. I'm going Arizona at Seattle. Uh, Pittsburgh at the Chargers. Uh, I'm picking. I'm picking. Um, picking Pittsburgh for this one. Pittsburgh's defense has been ridiculous. Um, they have blown up offensive lines like nobody's business. I don't think that the Chargers can deal with that. So I'm picking Pittsburgh, unfortunately. And New York at Tampa Bay. <laughs> They're playing at Tampa. New York. I'm sorry, but you might as well just. Sit down. Just sit down. You're you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win this game. Tampa Bay, you're you're going up against the GOAT. I, I swear to God, I think Tom Brady wants to play until he's fifty-five. I really think he wants to play until he's fifty-five. Can his body let him play until he's fifty-five? No. <coughs> <coughs> Is he one of the first quarterbacks of modern era football that or the first quarterback of modern era football that uh ends up playing until he's 50, for sure. Does he become a backup? Yeah. Um, let's go back to the draft. I think one of the one of the quarterbacks that won the draft, I think the quarterback that won the draft, and it's not because I'm a Florida Gator. It's because I really think he's a good quarterback. Um, not a great one, but a good quarterback is Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask got drafted by Tampa Bay to sit on the bench and learn from Tom Brady. Guys, look at Kyle Trask. He's a big boy. He's, what, 6'4", 6'5". Um, his playing weight in college was around that 240 mark, uh, 235, 240 mark. He's a big boy. He's Big Ben-esque. He can move. He's quick. He's fast. He had rough games at Florida, but he was good at Florida. He was really good at Florida. And I think Tampa Bay one in that draft at quarterback. I think overall, Justin Fields is going to be great at Chicago. No question. I think Cam Jones has proven that he is an NFL quarterback. He came from the Nick Saban coaching. I mean, he's good. He's really good. And I think Cam Jones is going to be really, really good. But I think Kyle Trask won overall being able to learn under Tom Brady. Um, I, that's... <laughs> That's like going to the the hills of uh, you know China in the deep spot, uh, spots of China if you want to be a monk and learning from the Buddhist monks. I mean, you are learning from the best. Let's be real. You may hate Tom Brady, but man, that guy's loaded up with rings, and you can't deny that. Um, we've seen what has happened at New England. Um, we've seen how they have faltered without Tom Brady. And some of the weapons they have there, but mostly Tom Brady. And we can all agree that at some point, Tom Brady was a head coach at New England. He's proven that. Denver and Los Angeles are on a bye this week. Um, they are they are the bye game this week. So, um, Denver, uh, can you break the drought? Denver, break the drought for us. Uh, let's let's see what you're let's see what you're made of. Let's see how you can go. The Chargers. Oh my God. Oh my God, Chargers, you're crazy. Um, wow. All I can say is Matt Stafford, you found your team, man. Um, good for you. Uh, and to jump ahead really quick, um, and we're going to end this podcast after this one here, but to jump ahead really quick um, to what we're looking at in on Thursday because, you know, Thanksgiving, big games on Thanksgiving, love Thanksgiving football. I mean, three big games on Thanksgiving. 
makes Thanksgiving what it is. Um, let's be real. Our Thursday matchups, Chicago at Detroit. Hey, Chicago can get a win. Chicago can get a win. Um, and, I, and I think they do. They beat Detroit. Uh, Detroit has proven that they suck. Uh, Las Vegas at Dallas. Rough game for both teams. I think it's going to be smash mouth football there. Um, you got Las Vegas wanting to beat the, for as long as I can remember being a kid, Dallas is Thanksgiving football. Dallas and Washington are Thanksgiving football. Washington's not playing. Las Vegas is playing Dallas. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and pick the upset on this one and say Las Vegas beats Dallas. That's what I'm picking there. And then Buffalo at New Orleans. I think it's going to be a good game. I wish that Las Vegas and Dallas were the evening game and not Buffalo and New Orleans. Um, I, I feel like they're more of the evening game caliber. But Buffalo at New Orleans uh, for the night game. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys are going to like me after this, but I'm actually picking New Orleans over Buffalo. We'll see how it goes. So my picks for Thanksgiving for Turkey Day are Chicago over Detroit, Las Vegas over uh, over Dallas, and uh, as an upset, and then New Orleans over Buffalo at home. Uh, Dallas is at home, but I think uh, Las Vegas wants to go in there and, and prove something. So that's where we're going to go with there. Um, I appreciate you guys being here on the podcast today. You guys are amazing. You guys are excellent. You guys are awesome. Remember, if you have comments, questions, or anything like that, definitely post them. I am going to be formatting this uh, this podcast a lot around what you guys want to talk about. So if you guys have a guest, if you guys have somebody that you want on this show, let's get them on. Uh, you know, message them, have them get in contact with me. You can have them contact me on my social media, on Instagram at timeout with Josh on Instagram. I am also on TikTok at timeout with Josh. Go check me out there. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun on our lives. We do a lot of fun stuff there. Make sure you check out both. You guys are phenomenal. You guys are amazing. Enjoy your day and remember, stay positive, stay fun, have a good time, build people up. Man, if you got nothing nice to say, shut your fucking mouth. Just don't say it at all. Let's spread some love and positivity. You guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. Have a fantastic day. Time out with Josh. Out.